Social Zoom Factor, episode 215. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are digging into the social network called Pinterest, and this is a new series I'm kicking off, and it is going to be perfect for those of you who, for one, maybe want to explore if Pinterest is a good platform for your business, as well as as we start to get in deeper to the series, uh, it's good for some of you advanced people who are really looking to take your Pinterest game to the next level. So for today, what I'm going to be answering is the question, why Pinterest for business? And we are going to dig into some data. We're going to talk about who are these Pinterest users and does it make sense for you to consider utilizing Pinterest to help you meet your business goals and better connect with and possibly sell to your audience? So I want to remind you too that I recently, as some of you know, just did a 90-minute workshop on this topic at the Social Fresh Conference here in Orlando. And back in episode 212, I had Jason Keith on and we were discussing the future of social media. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to do such. I also want to tell you that the actual deck that I used in my 90-minute workshop will be available for you on the show notes page for this episode. It's also out on SlideShare. But just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 215 because this is episode 215. And I will have loads of resources there for you to help you in putting together your strategy for Pinterest as well as the deck that I used, which was right about 76 slides. So it has all this data there. And if you are a person who is a visual and an audio learner, and you happen to be at a desktop or somewhere where you can download this, you may want to go check that out right now and you can download the deck. All right. And then you can be looking at some of the data while we are talking through it on this episode. So let's go ahead without any further ado and get started. Now, the key thing is that the point of inspiration is changing. And people are getting inspired all over 
right? We are the media. You're the media. I am the media. And so people are inspired when they go to Facebook, when they go to Twitter, when they go to LinkedIn, of course, when they go to Pinterest, they're inspired when they walk down the street, they might be playing Pokemon Go and get inspired with some new marketing idea, right? Everywhere we turn, we are being inspired. Our friends online are inspiring us. And so what Pinterest does, it gives us a place of inspiration. It gives us a place for us to put boards together where we can start to curate things that inspire us, things that we aspire to be, maybe our dream homes, our dream office, things we like to collect, all right? So as there is so much data and visuals and text and videos and noise in this world, Pinterest is one of those places that you can kind of go into your own zone and start curating and saving information. So today we're going to talk about why Pinterest for business and should you really consider Pinterest for business? And I'm going to answer that question and say, yes, you at least need to consider it and use this data in this episode to help you make that decision. Now, the thing is you need to make sure that you know your audience, right? You need to make sure that you understand the platform because you're not going to be successful and just throwing to, throwing all your content up on Pinterest. And that's why in the next episode in this series, I am going to actually give you a step-by-step program to help you put together your Pinterest strategy. And that includes seven steps. And I'm going to walk you through step-by-step what you need to do to be successful in put, you know, getting your business on Pinterest and actually achieving some business results. Okay. So stay tuned. Make sure you go subscribe to the series out on iTunes or through our RSS feed or Stitcher Radio, one of those lovely places. So let's talk a little bit about visual marketing. Now, the human brain processes visuals 60,000 times faster than decoding text. Did you know that? So visuals work. Why do you think online, why do you think the world is becoming even more digitally visual than it's ever been? right? What drives the Pinterest user or the pinners as we call them? Pinners see themselves as trend seekers. They see themselves as early adopters and they believe that Pinterest is an amazing resource for trends, for styles, and for new things to try. So they're actually going to Pinterest to be inspired, right? And if you use Pinterest, my guess is you can validate that statement. Now, who are they? Let's talk a little bit about the demographics. Did you know that there are 110 million daily active users on Pinterest or that there are 175 million registered users? Okay, that's a lot of people. 90% of them are female. Approximately 29% of them are male. Now, according to a report from Ahology from 2015, they found that in a study that they did in 2014 versus 2015, that there were 75% more males. So males went up by 75%. That doesn't mean that it was 75% males. It increased 75%. 49% U.S. women online use Pinterest. Okay. U.S. women online, 49% of them are using Pinterest. 70% of household purchasing decisions are made 
by women. And 41% of users have an average household income of $50,000 plus. Let's talk about age, all right? Uh, 18 to 29 is 34 percent 30 to 49 is 28 percent 50 to 64 years of age equals 27 percent now ahology also found that hispanics were increasing so to date there are approximately 9,000 hispanics up 6,000 percent from 2014 which equals 11 percent of active penners and 14 percent of daily penners Pinterest users are also college educated and they work. They have a job. A 45% of college graduate or postgraduate, right? So 45% of them have a college degree or a postgraduate. 56% of them are employed. 15% are homemakers. 12% are unemployed. And 10% are students. More likely to be single and living alone at 33%. And they are less likely to be divorced. I found that very interesting. The Pinterest user is also global. So although Pinterest has had early success in the USA, they are also growing globally. So the site is now available in 30 plus languages with offices in London, in Paris, in Berlin, in Brazil, and Tokyo. 60% of users are from the USA. And then the big um, following countries are India, UK, Brazil, and Canada. So those are the next uh, most popular places where there are Pinterest users. Uh, They also respond to promoted content. So 50% of those who notice promoted pins click to get more information. 40% made a purchase suggesting that promoted pins inspired future action. All right. This shows you that they like to take action and they make purchases via Pinterest. They like to try new things. So Pinterest inspires actions. Two-third of active pinners or 84% of daily pinners are inspired to try something new once a week or more. So that could be your product, your service. 73% of active pinners or 89% of daily pinners have purchased something new that they discovered on Pinterest. That is high, okay? The, the actions that they take, they take actions. They like to buy. They opt in to email uh, newsletters and, and email, if you're growing your email list, they like to share what they find. Pinterest is all about curating content and being able to share that. They like to try new things. They like to read and they like to click. They are also very mobile. So more than one third at 36% and 60% of daily pinners access Pinterest once a day or more using their smartphone. Okay. Half of the active pinners, 48% and 77% of the daily pinners do so at least several times a week. Okay. So what this means also is that if you are utilizing Pinterest, your website, your blog, your shopping cart, your e-commerce platform must, must be mobile friendly. It needs to be mobile responsive. It needs to be able to, to adapt to what device that user is coming from. 
right? And I talk a lot about this in some of our past podcasts. So I encourage you to check some of that out. I'll make sure that I link to it in the show notes page for this episode. It's socialzoomfactor.com slash 214. But your site needs to provide that positive, inspiring experience. It needs to be a consistent experience. They can't be on Pinterest and be loving all these beautiful boards and beautiful images that you have. And then they go to your website and it looks like junk and they can't see anything on their mobile device. You're going to lose them at hello. And we don't want to do that. All right. Pinners also reference. So they like to reference pens while they are shopping to buy something that they penned. Okay. And that includes 67% of active penners and 86% of daily penners have accessed Pinterest while shopping to buy something that they have already penned. I know I do this all the time and I have a lot of my favorite products and services either on public or private boards. So they may also be pinning some of these things in, in private boards that you are not seeing. So you can't just take it from a public perspective as well. Now, pinners also like to hang out. Okay. So when you think about what are they not doing versus hanging on Pinterest? So when they are hanging out on Pinterest, what are they replacing that time with? 30% prefer over watching TV. Okay. The average site visit for Pinterest is 14 minutes. Okay. And that's a lot higher than a lot of other social networks. So they are replacing reading catalogs, watching TV. So they're not necessarily always replacing time spent on another social network. They're replacing time that they would be getting inspired or that they would be getting um, information on products, that type of thing. They are also doing research for products and services. They are being inspired. They read the most common destination for users who click on a pin is a blog. Okay. So if you are, if you own a business, maybe even a B2B, a business to business type of business, and you have a business blog, they're going to click through to your blog. If they find that information inspiring, if they find that information useful, same thing goes for B2C industries. Okay. Business to consumer. They also share. Did you know that Pinterest equals 90% of social media shares on the web? Yes, that's a lot of shares. All right. So strategy and approach. How do you need to approach Pinterest? As you are thinking about it now, hopefully I have you a little bit inspired to take the next step with Pinterest. You need to be thinking about how can you invest now to harvest for tomorrow, right? It's, it's, Pinterest is a platform where you are going to plant seeds. And it's best if you have an integrated digital social platform that supports your business, not just your pens or your boards. So you need inspiration. You need to think ideation, conversion, and community, right? You are not just about selling. You are investing so you can harvest tomorrow. And I always tell you, it's, it's your opportunity when you hop on these social networks to harvest the relationships, to plant a seed and to grow a community. It is not guaranteed. So as you are thinking about your Pinterest strategy, you cannot be thinking about instant overnight results. It's, it's a platform where you going, you are going to invest and you need to, to, you know, crawl, walk, run, and you can go all in and see some good results pretty quickly, but you need to have 
have the right mindset as with many other social networks to be successful. Now let's talk, let, let's finish this off and let's talk about a couple case studies. I want you to to think about Sephora, okay? Sephora launched an amazing email marketing program and this was a back in 2012 before Pinterest was really getting super popular like it is now. And they had a tight email integration that increased their subscribers. They put together a color blocking board that generated more than 14,000 saves. And this is back in 2012. They had a 60% growth in traffic to the destination website, okay? They they also create it lists of favorite products of Sephora staff, all right? So Pinterest users spend 15 times more time on Pinterest than they do on Facebook. And when you think about the audience for Sephora, you know, it's a per, it's kind of like that holy grail moment um, for Sephora and Pinterest. So I thought that was an amazing case study. Also BuzzFeed. So BuzzFeed, hopefully you've seen BuzzFeed on the web and, you know, they curate content from all over. They write their own articles now. They have funny videos to all the way to the recent news. Okay. Lots of political things these days. Pinterest is their number two largest traffic driver. Their first do-it-yourself post generated 2.3 million views via Pinterest alone. And get this, 50% of the traffic that they're getting from Pinterest comes from posts that are published two months ago, two plus months ago, okay? So that goes back to what I was telling you about the harvesting. You're going to plant seeds, but you can see return on content from posts that you you have from two plus months ago. It could be two years ago, right? 77% of Buzz, BuzzFeed's visits from Pinterest are mobile visits. And when they added the save button on top of the image on their website slash blog for mobile users, it increased pins by 10 times. That's just crazy. Okay. Now let's dig into how can you do some research on your own? Do you know who is pinning your content? Do you know what content they are pinning from your website or your blog? I am going to give you the answer to that question in just a minute. But before I do, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So please give them a listen and I will be right back. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business, or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their business builder kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. 
I'm back. All right, let's dig back in. Did you know that you can use Pinterest right now today for customer research? Even if you are not currently on Pinterest, do you have a blog? Do you have a website? If yes, you need to go immediately to pinterest.com slash source and then enter your domain.com. Now, I want to tell you, it needs to be pinterest.com slash source. And then for like my personal blog, it would be pammarketingnut.com. If it was our agency site, it would be the marketing nuts with a Z.com. Our podcast, socialzoomfactor.com. Do not leave off the .com on your domain or it will not work. Again, that's pinterest.com slash source slash your domain right? And if you are on your mobile device right now, maybe you're driving in the car, just make sure you go to the show notes page for this episode at socialzoomfactor.com slash 214. All right. But once you go to pinterest.com slash source and then enter your domain, you are going to see people who are panning your content. You are going to see who they are and then you can do the double click and look at that. You're also going to be able to see what they are pinning. And here's the best news. You can even see what people are pinning from your competitors. So try putting in other competitors in your industry or maybe people who inspire you, people who you aspire to be, and you can see exactly what's being pinned from those blogs or websites or shopping e-commerce stores, whatever it may be. You can see what is being pinned. And it will also, once you have your Pinterest account set up, and we'll be talking about how to do that in a future episode, you will be able to see who's viewing your pins. You'll be able to see what their interests are. You'll be able to see all kinds of loads of data that is going to help you in better understanding your customer because you need to know your customer and you need to know how the Pinterest platform works, what the tone of conversations are, what those norms are, what people are doing. So I encourage you, if you have not set up your Pinterest account, I encourage you to at minimum go to some of the URLs that I have mentioned and maybe go set up a test account and start playing around with it. You'll want to go to business.pinterest.com if you want to set up your business account or convert your personal account to business. It's a pretty quick two-step process, and we'll be talking about that in the next episode, as well as we'll be talking about rich pins and buyable pins and all kinds of things to help you develop your own personal business Pinterest strategy that will help you achieve your business goals. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate your time. I hope it was useful for you. I hope it gave you some good solid data to help answer the question if you should be using Pinterest for business. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.